Powerful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a success. Well, we have an exciting show lineup for you today. We're going to be giving you the five new questions of leadership. Of course, as you know, these are questions that I bring up every single Monday to remind you to take leadership, to be the CEO of your business. And these questions, when you answer them for yourself each and every Monday, or as often as you need to, you're going to learn that your answers are going to tell you what you need to do, right? Um, I'm going to give you three ways to get started with your strategy for 2023. As you know, uh, we are coming towards the end of the 2022 year. That season is passing us by, and so it's time to really, really get started and figure out how we want to go into the new year with our strategy. So I am planning something very, very special uh, for everyone, and hopefully um, what I'm going to do right now is I want to give you guys uh, a date that I want you to go ahead and mark on your calendar. It's the first Saturday of November, November 5th. Again, the first Saturday of November, November 5th, we are having a virtual strategy work session, and this is where you will be able to have your, you know, your notepad, anything that you are writing on, information in front of you, and we're really going to cover most, for the most part, writing your strategy, things you need to be thinking about. I'll be available where I can actually go into a private room with you on Zoom and um, answer any of the questions you may have, and so we're planning it all out. But what I want you to do is I want you to mark your calendar, okay, for November 5th from 10 to 1. I want you to mark your calendar from 10 to 1, okay? And um, more information will come out on about that today at womenaboutbiz.net. Again, we will be putting up the event information for you at Women About Biz. But we're going to be... Um, for all of those business women who feel like, you know, I just can't seem to start planning for my business strategy, or I'm still just not sure where to start, what I should be doing, uh, this is your opportunity to really have a good working session with me, and I am going to guide you. Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to finish your strategy on Saturday. That, that's for sure. But what I'm going to do is guide you and really give you some good information to get yourself started. Many of you will have some wonderful aha moments, and I will be showing you some examples of how, uh, how to actually process your thoughts as you move forward with figuring out where you're headed for 2022. Three, right? And one thing that I think is very, very important here is that I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I don't want you to feel rushed because most of the time, most people start planning for the new year somewhere in the August, uh, August, early September time frame, right? They give themselves that cushion and that time to go ahead and research, form 
uh, focus groups or anything that they need to do to make better decisions about the direction that they are going with their business for the new year. So with that said, on Saturday, we're going to focus on first quarter only. Okay, we're going to say, hey, for these three months, you know, this is what you want to happen. And so we're going to be focusing on those that first quarter, those first three months, and I'm going to be guiding you as to the process of how to plan. Okay, it's going to come with this particular event is going to come with worksheets. It's going to come with resources. I'm going to be giving you guys examples and showing you how different things function and work to help your work days go and run smoother. And I'm going to be talking about implementation and why that is so very, very important. So this is something that you're not going to want to miss. So again, go ahead and mark your calendar for November 5th. Okay, that is the first Saturday in November, November 5th, and it's going to be from 10 to 1. It is going to be virtual via a Zoom, but trust me, you guys are really going to enjoy this session. I'm putting a lot into it. I'm um, wanting to make sure that you guys have some planning that you will be able to work with, and we're going to get right down to it. I'm going to be talking about, uh, if you don't have a website yet, how you can get one up quick with Google Sites. I'm going to be talking about funnels and and um, how to, what the funnels really mean to show you how to process your thought path on that. I'm going to give you some quick worksheets that will allow you to figure out what your quick funnel is going to be. And we're going to talk about how you can't focus on everything. So what is the main service or the main product that you're going to be doing? Now, I will say that anyone is invited, but for those of you who are direct sales or network marketing, you may attend, but I also want to remind you that your individual company also has a process that they prefer that you go through for your business, but there may be some personal things that you want to deal with, such as personal branding and how do you do that and your goals for personal branding yourself as you market your direct sales company. So you're definitely invited as well. So mark your calendar, ladies, again, November 5th from 10 to 1 p.m. And uh, you get more information about this. We will have uh, the full event information up for you today um, on, on, not Successful Woman Radio, but on womenaboutbiz.net. All you have to do is click on events, and it'll be there for you a little bit later today, anytime after 3 p.m. So, again, I just wanted to bring that up and make sure you know that we are doing that because we've had so many questions. We've had so many people um, you know, sending emails, um, calling and leaving messages saying, hey, I need more instructions for a strategic plan. What do I need to do? So, again, this is not a free event, but it is going to be moderately priced, and you guys will be able uh, to get so much from it. I am so happy that you're here with me today. This is such a good time to flash over on another line and to call or text at least one other businesswoman and say, listen, get on the call with Successful Woman Radio today. Trina's doing a really, really good show. And again, our topic for today, ladies, I'm very, very excited about it, is followers versus actual sales, okay? I'm going to dig deep into that and really, really give you guys some good food for thought 
on followers versus sales because what here's what I see happening a lot. I see a lot of businesswomen getting very excited that they have all of these followers, right? I hear people telling me uh, during coaching sessions, I'm so excited. I've got 3,000 followers, 5,000 followers, 10,000 followers. Well, guess what? That is fine. But the problem is, is that while you should be, um, I guess, celebrating that you have that many followers, the buck doesn't stop right there. Now you have to figure out how you're going to convert those followers into actual prospects or leads so that you can finally get them in as a customer or a client. And that's where the ball drops. A lot of people think they've done their job once they get all of these followers. But if the followers aren't taking action, if they're not clicking on your links, if they're not um, inquiring about who you are and what you do and how can they be involved, then that's where the problem is, right? And so, again, our goal here at Successful Woman Radio is to give you that information that you're going to be able to put to use. So, again, as all this month, as you know, our theme is all about uh, expectations uh, versus um, reality, you know, because sometimes what happens as we are running our businesses, we have expectations, there are things that we want to happen, and sometimes we think just because we do take action, we're supposed to get the results that we want, but that's not always true either, and so we really have to look at that, and so this month, as we look at the thing, expectation versus reality, we've broken it down into different categories, right, and so today we're going to be talking about followers versus actual sales. And again, you can have thousands of followers, millions of followers, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean that that represents a sale for you. I have people that have 200 followers, 300 followers, 500 followers that are actually making thousands of dollars a month from getting people to click that link, calling them to action. So it just depends on what your social media content is, the engagement that you might have. And I must admit, I'm still working on my social media plan. Um, I've had several consultations with social media specialists and different things like that. And they've shared some great tips with me. I've taken some master classes. And I, too, am still getting it, getting my act together where social media is concerned, but I am making sure that for 2023, I am going all out. I think one of the uh, challenges I think that a lot of businesswomen have had too is that we keep hearing the statistics that video is where it's at, right? We keep hearing that more people are uh, engaging with videos, more people are following directions, and um, more people are willing to click on the link after they have watched videos. We keep hearing all of these statistics, but what happens is, is that we have got to start doing videos, and there are a lot of business women who are not comfortable with doing videos, let alone doing videos two to three times a week, right? And so that makes a lot of women uncomfortable, and um, that becomes an issue as well. So we are working on a workshop with a couple of experts that will be able to help and talk about uh, incorporating videos with your social media 
strategy with your marketing strategy. So we will be doing that, and that is coming up soon, uh, perhaps in mid-November. So again, our goal is just to make sure that we try to get the information that you guys are needing and that you are wanting to have. Very, very excited about that. Again, for those of you that have just tuned in, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. So of course, we've got the five new questions of leadership in our lineup, three ways to get started with your strategy. And I'm going to be reading you an excerpt from the book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Again, an excerpt from The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. A lot of people have shared with me their thoughts and have told me, hey, I'm I'm reading this. It's very interesting. I am getting some aha moments out of it. And if you are interested in taking yourself mindset-wise to another level, if you want to perform and tap into your personal power on a higher level, then I definitely recommend this book. It's called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. We have been covering it for the last month and a half, two months, and we will continue to cover it throughout the rest of the year. And again, I want to recommend to you that you add this book to your library. You see, I just had a text from someone saying, can you repeat the book and the author? The book title is The Power of your subconscious mind, okay, and the author is Joseph Murphy, okay, Joseph Murphy. You can buy it from uh, Amazon. You can get it from Barnes and Noble. So again, um, it's, it's a not an expensive book. It's a very good read, but it is a lengthy read, right? So you just go in with a highlighter, and as you're reading, highlight the areas that are really resonating with you, that are that are standing out that you may want to go back to, okay? Very, very important. What we're going to do right now is we're going to go ahead and go through the five new questions of leadership. As you know, these are questions uh, that I come up with to help you to hone in on your leadership skills, to help you be a better CEO and be in the planning mode of your business where you can work on your business and not always in your business. Starting with question number one, what's your functionality today? Again, what's your functionality today? You have a choice to be a procrastinator or an action taker, right? You know that if you choose to be an action taker, you're you're going to put down all of that stinking thinking, right? It means that you are not going to be um, having all of that negative self-talk. You're not going to say, yeah, but what if? You're not going to worry about that. You're going to be an action taker that moves forward, right? That's so very, very important. It's important for you to make a commitment to yourself every day. And sometimes even throughout the day, that procrastination has no place in your life when it comes to you wanting to be successful in your business. So choose to be the queen of action. Here's number two. Are you on target with your sales goals? Are your profit goals this week or month, right? Are you on target with them? What that means is that as the CEO of your business, you're paying close attention to your cash flow, whether you have it on QuickBooks, whether you have it um, on an Excel spreadsheet or a Google spreadsheet, you are paying attention 
to the money that's coming in and flowing into your business. And one thing I want to say here, I want to make sure that all of you are also paying attention to the payables that you have every month because it's so easy to keep putting your credit card numbers in spaces and and subscribing to stuff, and then you're not even using it, right? That's happened to me quite often. And I, you know, I'll tell you what I have done. What I have done is I've made a um, Google spreadsheet of everything that's going out, subscriptions online, and those things that I'm not using, I'm unsubscribing. What you can't do is you can't go down the list and say, well, I'm going to keep this because I might use it later. No. If you're going to use it later, unsubscribe, and when you're ready to use it, subscribe back again. But it doesn't make sense for monies to keep coming out of your account that can be contributed towards something else, like, hello, your income, your salary, right? And so it's so very, very important to know that because I have seen people who are spending one, two, and three thousand dollars. Yeah, you've heard me right. You heard me right. I've seen people spending one, two, three thousand dollars in subscription fees, and they don't know where their money is going because they're using a credit card, and then the credit card is billing them every month. And so as a result, they're paying a big credit card bill and not quite sure why they're they're spending it. Well, we have to be responsible and know all of the monies that's leaving out of our checking accounts, out of our out of our savings accounts, out of our what are we spending on our credit cards? We've got to know what that is every single month. Because I've had so many business women say to me, I am just not able to pay myself a salary. I'm not getting any money for my business and I'm busy, right? I'm busy being busy. I know I've got clients and I see somebody coming in, what is going on? The problem is, is that your account, there may be something arrived with your account payable. And it's true, you may not have enough money coming in to pay yourself. But a lot of the times what I have found is that the account payable is way high, okay? It's way high, and you need to take a look at that. So, again, when you know that you're on target with your sales and your profit goals, you also know that you're on target with your bookkeeping system or your cash flow system. You know that you have a way to keep up with all of that. Here's number three. What offers do you need to create to reach your sales and profit goals? Now, as you know, offers are very important. But what kind of offers am I talking about? Well, for the most part, I'm talking about free offers, right? We have to give people something valuable uh, that makes them want to click a link and purchase or make them want to click a link to get a presentation or to get a discovery call if you're a coach. We have to be able to display um, our knowledge and what we know, right, about a particular subject or how we can help someone. We have to be able to do that. But if you are selling a product, you know, you also may want to do some Facebook Lives. You may want to have some customers on there who have purchased your product to talk about it. Um, you may want to give your own personal testimony of your product, which is very key right? Um, and giving discounts, deep discounts, you know, like for the next 24 hours, we're giving um, 30% off of this product or 50% off of this product. Or if you want to get your sampler, you know, visit this domain, this website and um, put in your information and we'll send you a sample. So again, having something of value 
to offer your contact that you are trying to reach is very, very important. And really, that's the first stage in bringing someone to, you know, to desire to purchase your product or to retain your service. And that's very important. Here's number four. Is your marketing strategy in place? Well, wow. I've been talking about this all year, right? Because it's my desire that you guys really understand the importance of a marketing strategy, what that actually means, right? So I want to just slow it down right here and break down for you. What does it mean to have a marketing strategy? Because you guys have heard me talk about a business strategy for 2023. Well, your marketing strategy is within your business strategy, right? And your marketing strategy basically is your blueprint for or your step-by-step guide as to how you're going to market your business, how often, what you're going to be doing, the methods that you're going to be using. And it's like a blueprint. It's all the way out. And it even has the email sequences that have already been taken care of. They've already been written. Uh, they've been edited. They're ready to be copied and pasted into your marketing uh, software platform, right? So your marketing strategy is basically – your written blueprint of how you're going to market your business, you know, how it's supposed to happen, right, the methods and the techniques that you're using. And one more thing, it it holds you accountable by creating a report of your results. What are the results of your marketing strategy? Now, there are four areas as you prepare your marketing strategy. There are four areas that you always have to be concerned about, uh, and you want to make sure that you implement them. They are social media, advertisement, email sequences, and videos, right? Social media, because most people uh, are realizing just how powerful social media is to reach their target market. Advertisement, because I don't think in this day and age you can go without advertisement if you're looking for really good results. Um, and I'm talking about online advertisement, right? Email sequences are very important because as you begin to implement your strategy, as you begin to have your autoresponders and your funnel, email sequences play a large role in this. And then videos. Videos are very important as well. Um, and we talked about that a little bit earlier about how many, how so many women are, you know, they're screen shy, they're not comfortable with doing a lot of videos. But now is the time for you to understand that videos are very important. But I should add that audios are still effective as well, okay? And last but not least, in five new questions of leadership, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level, okay? Now, ladies, remember, belief, your belief is tied into everything that you do. And when you're not at the right belief level, oh, you can tell it. You know how you can tell it? You find yourself doing a lot of negative self-talk. You find yourself saying, yeah, but what if? You find yourself starting but not completing anything. You find yourself saying what you're going to do, but you never do it. These are all the symptoms that something's going on. Something is awry with your belief level. So you have to be honest with yourself and and in and, and, grading yourself and saying, hey, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being the lowest, 
What is my belief level? Now, remember, your belief level is tied directly into your action. So if you're not taking action on something and you're saying that you believe, but you're, you're fooling yourself, you're fooling yourself. Okay, because if you say you believe and you are taking actions, you should see goals being accomplished, to-do items marked complete on your checklist. People are helping you get things done, right, because you know that you're not the only one that, that needs to be doing everything for yourself. So, again, these are things that you need to take note of, very, very key here. And remember, the type of belief that's necessary is unshakable faith. That's that level of belief so deeply rooted. It compels you to take swift and immediate action on all of your dreams, on all of your goals. This is so very, very important. Um, and I know what it feels like to have that right kind of belief because sometimes it doesn't allow you to sleep because your ideas are running and you want to write down or get something. You just want to take action. So you're trying to take action going on where it's negative and it's going to work in the Because when you have unshakable faith, it doesn't let anything get in your way. You are taking action and moving forward. You are not worried about failing. You're not worried about what won't happen. You're taking the action. And when when the results start coming, you look at that then. But right now, you're going to be taking action. So again, I want to encourage you to get your dose of unshakable faith. So there you have it, ladies. You have the five new questions of leadership. I want you to ask these questions of yourself as often as you need to. And when you get the answers, usually the answers are going to cause you to take some type of action uh, towards planning your business. You know, like, for example, if you're not on target with your sales and your profit goals, um, then that tells you that you've got to go back to the drawing board and look at how you're marketing because you're not getting the results, right? And I want you guys to remember something about marketing that I think is so very, very key. Marketing is basically a, a method to a, that you're using to attract people to what you have. So all marketing is supposed to do is to attract them and bring them to the front door to knock, okay? But when you open that door, it becomes your responsibility to present and close the sale. You see what I'm saying? So that is why oftentimes, especially if you have a service business, um, that people are using what we call funnels or step-by-step automation to come back around and walk a person through the process of getting them to the sale, okay? And that's why email sequences are so very, very important. And so I want to remind you of that. It is 1227 after the hour. You're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I want to thank you for listening to the show today. And if this is your first time listening to the show, I want to just let you know who we are and what we're about. Successful Woman Radio is the flagship uh, radio show program for womenaboutbiz.net. That's womenaboutbiz, B-I-Z as in zebra, dot net. And we are all about motivating, encouraging, and inspiring women to create a successful life generating the income 
that they so desire. That's what we're all about. And our goal is to make sure that we provide that quality information to you that you're going to be able to put to use. Now, if you would like to listen to previous broadcasts of the show, then you can visit womenaboutbiz.net, click on podcast, and the show's previous broadcasts are right there in the right-hand column. If you have an iPhone, then you can go on your podcast app, search Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, mark that as your favorite, and you'll have the show at your fingertips. If you um, do have podcasts, please don't forget to give us a five rating and make sure you give us a comment about how you like the show. If you are an Android phone user, you can download Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Again, you can download Stitcher, and then from there, you can look up Successful Woman Radio and mark that as your favorite. Again, make sure you give us five-star ratings and give us your comments or feedback. So, ladies, what we want to do now is go ahead and give you just a short excerpt from the book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, written by Joseph Murphy, Ph.D. I'm going to be reading from you from page, um, and my book is page 140, uh, Trying to Make Ends Meet and the Real Cause. He says, there are people who claim that they are always trying to make ends meet. They seem to have a great struggle to meet their obligations. Have you listened to their conversation? In many instances, their conversation runs along this vein. They are constantly condemning those who have succeeded in life and who have raised their heads above the crowd. Perhaps they are saying, oh, that fellow has a racket. He is ruthless. He is a crook. This is why they lack. This is why they lack. They are condemning the thing they desire and want. The reason they speak critically of their more prosperous associates is because they are envious and covetous of the other's prosperity. The quickest way to cause wealth to take wings and fly away from you is to criticize and condemn others who have more wealth than you. And, you know, I, as a side note, I have seen that happen. I've been talking to someone and they criticize someone or they'll say something negative, like, yeah, but he had somebody to help him do it, or, but yeah, he had money, or yeah, this or that. Um, and again, I believe in this wholeheartedly. We have to wish other people well. We have to admire. We have to take our covetous and envious feelings, and we have to turn them into admiration. We have to take those feelings of jealousy, and we have to turn them into admiration and inspiration. You know, you you can't want the same thing other people have and yet criticize what they have and be angry because they have it. Because, again, just as the author says, he says, the quickest way to cause wealth to take wings and fly away from you is to criticize and condemn others who have more wealth than you. Let all of us who have heard this, let us take note, take heed to that. And next, he says, a common stumbling block to wealth He says, there is one emotion which is the cause of the lack of wealth in the lives of many. Most people learn this the hard way, and that is envy. For example, if you see a competitor depositing large sums of money in the bank and you only have a meager amount to deposit, does it make you envious? The way to overcome this emotion is to say to yourself, 
Isn't it wonderful? I rejoice in that man or woman's prosperity. I wish for him or her greater and greater wealth. To entertain envious thoughts is devastating because it places you in a very negative position. Therefore, wealth flows from you instead of to you. If you are ever annoyed or irritated by the prosperity or great wealth of another, claim immediately that you truly wish for him or her greater wealth in every possible way. This will neutralize the negative thoughts in your mind and cause an even greater measure of wealth to flow to you by the law of your own subconscious mind. Next, he says, rubbing out a great mental block to wealth. If you are worried about uh, and critical about someone whom, whom you claim is making money dishonestly, cease worrying about that person. You know such a person is using the law of mind negatively. The law of mind takes care of that person. Be careful not to criticize him or her for the reasons previously indicated. Remember, the block or obstacle to wealth is in your own mind. You can now destroy that mental block. This you may do by getting on mental good terms with everyone. You know, I want to say here as a side note, there are words that we use that are negative, that we have to be very, very careful. How many of you have heard someone say this person is filthy rich, right? Filthy rich. So the word filthy is being associated with the word rich and thereby making it wrong or repulsive um, that that person has that kind of money because that's what they're saying is that that person has so much money, it's just filthy. But we don't want to use those kinds of terms. I've even heard the term nasty rich, right? Um, rich for their own too, own good, too rich for their own good, too much money, you know, what a waste of money. You know, I've heard people say all kinds of things that can be negative. And what we have to do is put ourselves in check. So my question to you is, how do you speak about money and other people's wealth and being rich? How do you feel? You don't have to tell me. Say it to yourself. Tell yourself the truth. How do you feel when you see a lot of other people being wealthy and you're struggling or you don't have the money that you want? How does that make you feel? So keep that in mind. And then he says, you need to sleep and grow rich. As you go to sleep at night, Practice the following technique. Repeat the word wealth quietly, easily, and feelingly. Do this over and over again, just like a lullaby. Lull yourself to sleep with one word, wealth. You should be amazed at the result. Wealth should flow to you in avalanches of abundance. This is another example of the magic power. So basically what he's saying here is that when we have positive thoughts in our subconscious mind, when we focus on ourselves and what it is that we want and have admiration, when we admire something for other people, when we celebrate the wealth of other people and we want wealth for ourselves, he's saying as you begin to feed the positivity of the word in your mind, your subconscious mind is going to continuously cause you to take actions that are more in direction and in alignment with wealth, which is so very, very important, okay? So 
queens, I want you to hear this. He says, decide to be wealthy the easy way with the infallible aid of your subconscious mind. He says, trying to accumulate wealth by the sweat of your brow and hard labor is one way to become the richest person in the graveyard. You do not have to strive and work so hard. There's a smarter way to do this. He says, wealth is a subconscious conviction. Build into your mentality the idea of wealth. And the reason why so many people are not wealthy is because they don't believe that it's for them. We see other people being wealthy, but do you believe that it's for you? Right? Says the trouble most people, uh, the most people is that they have no invisible means of support. He says, repeat the word wealth to yourself slowly and quietly for five minutes prior to your sleep, and your subconscious will bring wealth to pass in your experience. He says, the feeling of wealth produces wealth. Keep this in mind at all times. So you don't don't want to say you want to move into a mansion, but the home that you're in doesn't even show your appreciation for what you already have, right? So you need to walk into the current home that you have, and it needs to make you already feel like you are in serenity, like you are in your oasis, like you have joy when you open it open up, right? That is supposed to be the key. Seven, he says, your subconscious and your conscious mind must agree. Your subconscious accents what you really feel to be true. The dominant idea here is always accept, uh, it's always accepted by your subconscious mind. So what you most think about, that's what's being put into your subconscious mind, okay? The dominant idea should always be wealth and not the opposite, poverty. You can overcome any mental conflict regarding wealth by affirming frequently, by day and by night, I am being prospered in all of my interests. So that excerpt there comes from The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. I definitely recommend that you get yourself a copy and that you strengthen your subconscious mind so that you not only can be wealthy financially, but that you can be wealthy spiritually and mentally as well. It's 12.38 after the hour, and you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I see that we've had other people to dial into the show since our last station identification. I want to welcome you here to Successful Woman Radio. Make sure you mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern. We are always here, whether it rains, sleep, snow, holidays or not. We are here for you to give you information that you can put to use, guess what, every day. Definitely so. Um, We're going to go ahead and move on to our topic of today. Now, all this month, our theme has been expectation versus reality. You know, as we fastly approach the holiday season again, it is important to evaluate and set goals that are going to get you results. However, we all have to remind ourselves as businesswomen that without structure, action, and implementation, that what we expect and the results we actually get are not going to be the same. So each week, I have been sharing with you a different aspect of our overall theme, expectation versus reality. You know, with expectations, sometimes we expect something, but we're not doing the work to get it. So what we have done is focus on some things that we we feel that will get you results. And so with that said, our topic for today that we are going to be talking about has everything to do with 
followers versus actual sales, right? So let us go right into followers versus actual sale. And I am going to give you guys some good information. Make sure you get your journal or your notepad, pen out, get, take some good notes here, right? So who or what is a follower? In social media, well, a follower is a person who supports and admires a particular person or a set of ideas, right? So followers are mainly linked to your social media presence for your business. Now, this is your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, your LinkedIn, your YouTube, and TikTok even, right? As business owners, we often look forward to the increase in our followers, thinking that more followers equals more sales. But the truth of the matter is, is that followers alone will not automatically convert you into having sales. It's just not going to happen. Because think about it now. I want you to think about this. Followers are followers of you, and they're followers of other people who do similar to what you do, and they're followers of other things, right? And social media has so much going on. There are hundreds of impressions going before a person every time they're scrolling, right? So you, it's not just about them being a follower. It is about them being a follower who is now taking action and following your directions from what they are reading because it is of value to them. So the other, the one thing that you must know is that you've got to have the right kind of content, content that is valuable in order for someone to take action to it. So I want to give you some tips on how to gain more followers, right? First of all, because followers are important, followers in marketing is kind of like getting people to come and knock on the door, but then you've got to do the job of turning those individuals into prospects, right? So here's some tips on gaining more followers. First, you've got to engage with your community often, okay? And I talked about this before, but engagement can be posting interactive content, liking or commenting on other businesses' posts, right? It can be asking people questions on your post to get them to answer. Very, very important, okay? You can ask all types of questions, and people will respond back to you. So that's number one. You've got to engage. Number two is choose catching images and titles, okay? Ensure that your images and titles, you know, attract your audience. This is why lifestyle images are, like, number one on the list of people being attracted to lifestyle images. Now, what is that? Lifestyle images are either images of you doing something, taking action in, in some way, or it is lifestyle images of whatever um, topic you're talking about, but it normally has people taking some kind of action, right? So that's very important. Um, if you talk about wealth all the time, but you're not really allowing people into your life to show them what you're doing, uh, how wealth has impacted your life, then you may not have as many followers, right? Because that's what they're wanting. Um, customize your content for each of your, your social media pages, right? Each social media platform has its own guidelines and rules. It can be the same content that you tweet, but it must fit the parameter of, of the page of that platform, right? For example, you may simply write a post and add an image on your Facebook post, but it's very important to include hashtags in your Instagram post. So you've got to make sure that you are clear 
on how your content is to be formatted for each of the platforms. This is why people are getting overwhelmed because you are in too many platforms without learning the actual platforms. You're just you're just pre-posting all over the place the same thing over and over without really learning about that platform. And what I suggest that you do here is that you focus on one or two platforms and leave the rest alone so that you can strengthen your skills with them. So whatever platforms are getting you the most followers and the most engagement, stick with them, right? Um, and if you aren't getting any engagement to even measure that, to figure out which one is the best, for you to use based on activity, then what you do is you look at based on your industry or based on your target audience, where do most of them hang out at, okay? Here's number four, invest in paid ads. Now, one of the biggest ways to get quicker results is to pay to have paid ads on Facebook, on LinkedIn, but just don't jump and do it. This is where I really think that you have to work with someone who really knows how to, how to place ads on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. And then number five, you know, consider uh, engaging your audience with various activities such as, you know, competitions, prizes, uh, different things that you call them to action on, and they're going to win something as a result, okay? It brings more engagement. And let's look at how do you begin then, if you, once you bring followers into your social media platform in your account, they're your followers, what has to happen then? Well, see, this is where the most important part takes place. The real knowledge comes when you find out how to convert the number of followers you have to reach a higher revenue threshold. This is when that comes. So first of all, you have to know your audience. This allows you to tailor your content specifically to your audience. And see, this goes back to market one-on-one, marketing one-on-one. This is, you've got to know your target audience. So if you haven't, if you're not clear and you haven't created a target audience profile, or a characterization for your target person, persona, you need to do this. Who are they? How much money do they make? Where do they hang out at on social media? What other things do they like that they may have in common outside of your service or product, right? How do they look for your service or product that they want? Very, very key. Um, what groups may they hang out at in social media, such as in LinkedIn groups or Facebook groups? So all of these things are very, very important. Next, after you really know your audience, create a social media strategy, which is a part of your marketing strategy, by the way. Knowing exactly what to post and at what times of the day will give your business a major boost. Instagram all have measuring tools that tell you the best time of day to actually post your your content based on how people are responding, right? So pay attention to that. You can click on reports and, and all of those platforms and it will give you that information. Next is be consistent. Consistency is always key and develops credibility in what you have to offer. Very important. Next is to build your brand awareness. And as you know, we've talked about branding branding yourself on social media, personal branding. We've discussed that. When people know who you are and what you stand for, it builds their trust in you. People are more likely to purchase from a brand that they trust. Next, 
you want to leverage user-generated content. Now, this is when you use content based on what customers have already shared with you, with their permission, of course, right? This ranges from before and after pictures to reviews to testimonials. This builds trust for your business. So you always want to ask people for testimonials. You always want to take snapshots when someone is commenting and talking about how you've helped them or how they liked your product, right? Very important because all of that is a part of your asset um, on the customer side. And next you want to think about offering customer service on your social platform. Now, the big companies have been doing this using Twitter for quite a while, but you can make it easy for followers and customers to connect with you on social media platforms. When you are readily available to answer questions, your chances of acquiring a sale are greater. So you can do this in several ways, right? Facebook pages already has a way for you to chat and allow people to ask you questions. Um, Twitter has, is, is a, uh, used by a lot of large companies for people who have customer service issues. Uh, so I want you to think about that. Call to action. Yes, the reason for posting content on your business social media pages, it should be clear by now, right? However, sometimes people need that extra boost of push to make the purchase. So this is where calling people to action comes into. You can ask them to click on the link. You can ask them, uh, you can offer something of value, and if they are interested in having it, they, you'll give them the link and they will click on it. Keep a watch of your social media analytics. Now, remember I told you most, uh, most of the social media platforms, they already have, for the most part, measuring statistics for you that, you that give you good information about when's the best time for you to post. You know, um, they tell you when you've had the most engagement. They, they'll give you all of that, how many people are following you. They tell you all of that already. But do you make really good use of it? Well, it's important for you to keep a watch on your social media analytics. Doing this allows you to see who stopped by your page. Then you will be able to match it with the ones you have already made a purchase have, who have already made a purchase, okay? Therefore, you will be able to see how you will need to further prospect to gain new clients and customers. It's a trial in everything and everything we do. The big companies who spend millions of dollars a year, they already know this. You think that everything they do works? No, absolutely not. Not everything that you try is going to work. But the key here is that if you are never consistent with your social media, if you're never consistent in the way you generate and, and bring followers into your social media, if you're never consistent with that, you're never going to be able to, to measure and look at your data, look at your statistics, which will help you greatly in figuring out how to fine-tune your strategy for social media altogether, right? So when it comes to followers versus sales, you should understand and know that Followers are only um, good if you carry them all the way through the funnel process of calling them to action within your social media posting. Because if they follow you, all they're doing is just reading. But if they follow you and take action, they're, they're showing you that they're interested in what you have, and they're waiting on you to close the sale with them. Very, very important. Okay. 
In today's world, ladies, social media is so very important. However, it is also how well you use it to gain your desired results. That's the key. Sometimes you may need a little help and hire a social media manager and or someone who does website optimizations. In any case, make sure that you understand that investing in your business will allow you to reap big rewards later. So you can't sit there and try to be everything to your business. There are professionals out there who know more than you, and it's time for you to step out of your comfort zone and to be that leader for your business, that queen of your empire that takes you from being the laborer all the time and working in your business to the CEO and the queen of working on your business and putting new assets into your empire. So, ladies, I hope that you have enjoyed this topic, and I want you guys to know and understand that all of this information that we're providing to you is valid, it's tested, it's true, right? And what you need to do is make sure that you ask yourself after the radio show is, how can I put this information to use for myself? What questions did the show topic caused me to ask myself today that I need to answer. I want you guys to also know if you have not scheduled a power talk or had your power talk for the year, then now is the time to go ahead and have your power talk with me. To schedule your power talk, which is a free 30 to 45-minute coaching session where we can discuss your challenges, we can discuss ways to monetize your business. If you've not had one, Now is the time for you to go ahead and schedule your power talk. Simply visit womenaboutbiz.net. Again, simply visit womenaboutbiz.net, okay? And once you get there, just scroll a little bit up under the header session on the same homepage, and you'll see it says free coaching session just for you. And there's a link there for you to click and schedule your power talk. I encourage you to do that if you've not had a power talk Uh, with me. If you have had a power talk already, you have not uh, had coaching yet, and you're thinking about making some major changes, then you may want to discuss with me on -on one-on-one coaching sessions, you know, a 90-day system for you to put your strategy in place, start implementing, and seeing better results. So very, very important. Um, We have had so many people to connect with us and tell us that they just love our new logo. They love our new theme, helping you become queen of your empire, coaching courses, funding, and more. So many people have been talking about that. And I'm so grateful to all of you who send us comments, who send us testimonials. Thank you so very, very much. I really um, appreciate that. Very, very important. Um, What I want to do right now is I want to let you know that as we move into three, it is our our desire to use that word queen even more, right? I'll be known as Queen Trina. And you'll be known as queen before your name. Why? Because we are all queens of our own empires. 
no matter how small or how big, we all get to put those assets in our empire. We all get to build our businesses and to grow and to become wealthy spiritually, mentally, and financially. It is my desire to help you learn, know, and understand that most of the time you don't have the things that you want in life because of your mindset and not because of the resources you feel that you need, right? Those have an issue too, but for the most part, our mindset gets us stuck in a place to where we don't take action, we don't implement, we just talk about. And then we start comparing ourselves and we start looking at what other people have or we start feeling like it's too late to take action, I'll wait till the new year. We start saying a lot of negative self-talk. I call that stinking thinking. But what I'm here to tell you today is that you are certainly a queen. You are a queen of your own empire. You have the ability to be wealthy, to be abundant. You have the ability to have a most positive mindset. You have the ability to remove yourself from negative people, places, and things. Oh, yes, you do. And it's time. It's time to remove yourself from anything that is holding you back. And sometimes, queens, that's even our own selves. Sometimes we have to be willing to put our own selves in check and say, you know what, I'm holding my own self back because I don't want to let anybody help me with my business. I'm refusing to spend money on a virtual assistant or I'm refusing to spend money on getting somebody to help me with a marketing plan. I'm sitting here cocky thinking I can do everything myself by buying a book and let it telling me what to do. But, hey, it may help you. But at the end of the day, if you're, wanting, if you're wanting to function like a leader, if you're wanting to function like a queen and work on your business and not in it as a laborer, then that requires you to have a different personality. It requires you to have a different mindset and a different thought path about who you are as the business owner. You see, you've got to get that CEO mentality. You've got to get that queen mentality, right? So that you understand your position that when you birth a business, it's your responsibility now to grow that business and to help that business to thrive and flourish. And it's not going to do it with you having to do everything. You're just going to get overwhelmed, stuck, broke, busted, and disgusted. And it's going to make you feel some kind of way. Hey, I'm keeping it transparent. I know what I'm talking about. So this is why it's so very, very important for you to understand that the resources and the tools are out there, but without the right mindset, without having the right leadership and the right discipline, the right structure, without being willing to step outside of the box and to let other people help you, you're going to keep experiencing the same thing and getting the same lesson in life until you understand what you need to do, right? So it is my desire to help you through it so you don't have to keep going through the same lesson. And for those of you who are already experiencing success, for those of you who are ready to move your business to the next level, we've got something for you too. It's time for you to enhance and not get stuck on the level that you're on. But now you must realize that you're now on the bottom of the next level and it's time for you to grow up from where you are now. 
It has been my pleasure to bring the radio show to you today. Again, this is Trina Newby, your business success coach, ready to help you make it happen anytime you are ready to take that action and schedule that power talk with me. Don't forget that success is yours for the taking. You have the power to create streams of abundance for yourself, but you must take off your shoes of fear, put on your shoes of courage, and step beyond your comfort zone. For therein lies your 